Hello and welcome to the David Ryan Fitness Podcast. In this podcast, I will deep dive into training, nutrition and mindset. Today's podcast is five ways to lose fat. Number one, don't crash diet. Anything we do, we want the results now. Doing a crash diet will help you lose fat. 100%. 100%. But 9 times out of 10, people end up putting that weight back on, or even worse, they become heavier than they were. So, will this be sustainable long term? Definitely not. You're going to get hungry. You're going to downregulate your ghrelin hormone, which regulates your hunger. You'll downregulate your leptin hormone, which regulates your feeling of fullness. You will feel terrible because of the cognitive rebound that tends to come with a crash diet of eating no food. Because you have no energy, even um, because you have no energy, and even though you're losing weight and fat, and you're also losing an awful lot of muscle. This isn't sustainable. You can't do this long term. And the worst thing about it is. That when you do it, mentally you say to yourself, oh, that was that was great. But you restricted yourself too much. And then people end up putting the weight back on and they turn around to themselves and say, oh, look, um, that worked. I'm going to try it again. And what you have then is this yo-yo effect of putting the weight back, losing the weight, putting the weight back on, maybe even more. And you have this, some people go 10, 15, 20 years doing this and it just really, really isn't isn't good. Like you have people going from 80 kg down to 70 kg and then back up to 82, 83 kg and you have this yo-yo effect. Rather than trying to lose 15 kg in two weeks, why don't you try and lose three to five kg a month? And in four months, you could be down 15 to 20 kg. Like, it's really simple as that, really. Focus on getting good sleep, good nutrition, good recovery, and enjoy the journey. If you enjoy the process, you will stick to it long term. And that's a fact. I'm speaking from experience here. If you live a little and not restrict yourself, you'll stick to it. Have a drink on on a Saturday night with friends or family. Have a takeaway once or twice a week. And then just get back on the saddle the next day. Don't feel guilty for enjoying yourself and just get back on track the next day. For example, I start preparing for a photo shoot that's coming up in April. I start preparing for it last October. And by the time April comes around, it'll be six months. So when I'm finished, it'll be six months that I was prepping for it. If you had said this to me two or three years ago, I would have said, no, fuck that. Not a hope. I can do that in three months. Now, the shape that I 
will hope to be in in April, I have been in before. But I've done it in a shorter period of time. I've done it in half the time, in three months before. But I had no social life. I restricted myself from food. So I ended up having a bad uh, relationship with food. I ended up, friends would go out for drinks, friends would go out for food, um, and I wouldn't go, and I'd miss out. And yeah, it, it obviously affected me mentally as well. But I ended up coming back from an event, say I was getting ready for an event, maybe going away on holidays or going away somewhere, an event, maybe a wedding or something, and I'd come back and I'd end up binge eating, I'd end up just being heavier than what I was and back to square one, but even worse. This time around, and I wasn't happy, like, but this time around, I have enjoyed the whole process. I've had a few drinks with friends on a good few occasions. I've ate a takeaway every week, although it'll be a bit more strict this week as or coming up to April as the photo shoot is coming. But the point is I enjoyed it and I want to continue after the shoot. I want to continue my progress after the shoot. But before this, two, three years ago, I would have done it in three months and then coming back from whatever I was doing and dreading going back to the gym, dreading going back onto a, a, a diet, as I used to say in my head. And that would have stopped me from going and that would have stopped me from progressing. So, and saying to myself, you can't do that long term, you can't enjoy it. But you can if you enjoy the process and you live a little along the way, honesty. So, number two is calorie deficit. So, everybody knows what a calorie deficit is, but I'll just explain it just to make it a little bit easier. Now, you don't eat as much calories as you burn. So, you eat less calories than your body burns. So, let's talk about calorie maintenance. If your calorie maintenance um, is the amount, so calorie maintenance is the amount of calories or energy your body needs to stay functioning for the day. Okay, so, and if you eat less than that, your body taps into fat stores to get energy and therefore you lose fat. So let's say your calorie maintenance is 1,800 calories. To be in a calorie deficit, so your calorie maintenance is 1,800 calories. That's what you need per day basically to have energy. That's what you need um, to neither gain weight or lose weight. So if your calorie maintenance is 1,800 calories and you minus that by 200 and you're on 1,600 calories, you're in a deficit and you'll burn fat. So it's simple as that. 
that's what a calorie deficit is and you more times like you will burn fat if you are in a calorie deficit and that's it like i get a lot of questions on social media i'm working out um i'm i'm doing i'm working out every day uh blah 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 and i just reply back are you in a calorie deficit and it literally got one this morning and she was like no i'm not i don't look at my food that's what you need to do first you can be in a calorie deficit and you don't even have to train you can and lose weight like or you don't even have to be in a calorie deficit you could be eating at maintenance level and you could be training so you could be burning maybe 200 calories a day and then you're in a calorie deficit but it's good to track what you're on it's good to track what you're eating so you know if you are in a calorie deficit or not so tracking is very very good and then once you get you it's tedious but once you get used to it it's um you kind of you kind of know what you're eating then after that you don't have to put it into my fitness pal all the time so number three is get support this goes for anything in life but if you're trying to burn fat build muscle get fitter you need to have the right support you need people around you who know what your goals are and what you're trying to to get so you won't get peer pressured into anything you need to sit down with friends family your partner and tell them exactly what you want to achieve exactly what your goals are you need to tell them because how are they going to know if you don't tell them? There's no point in doing well all week and your partner then it comes to the weekend and they want to get a takeaway. They don't know you're trying to lose weight. So that will cause friction. So if you sit down with them and tell them what you want to achieve and they 100% will support you along the way. Your friends might take the mickey out of you for the first couple of weeks. But if they're your real friends, that will die down. And your true friends will want the best for you. For example, if you want to sleep better and have better recovery from working out, there's no point in binge watching Netflix with your partner all night and being tired and not getting up for your workout. They will support you 100%. You just have to let them know. If you're having drinks with friends, it's good for them to know that you're only having one bottle of wine instead of two or three. And look, if they don't agree, if they don't, well, you know what to do. They're not your your real friends. But honestly, your true inner circle will, will support you. Number four is move more. And... It's really, really that simple. Just be more active. If you're working from home and all you have to do is roll out of bed and go downstairs to your laptop or computer and you're not getting your steps in, you're not getting 10,000 steps in a day, you're getting three, four thousand, maybe 2,000. 
set a target of 10,000 steps. Go on a walk on your break. Go to the toilet upstairs instead of downstairs. Go for a walk after work. Even if you have a bad diet and you didn't touch your diet and you were sedentary and you started to move more, you will lose weight 100%. If you're very sedentary all the time, there's a lot of health risks. There's high blood pressure, there's high cholesterol, there's heart disease. But also, if you're working out every day, it doesn't negate the damage you've done from sitting at a desk for eight hours straight. So even if you are working out, it's good to get up every hour, set an alarm on your phone or watch or whatever. Now the watches nowadays actually, nowadays actually tell you to get up because you're standing for too, um, or you're sitting down for too long. Like if you're standing, like you're going to burn more calories than you are sitting. Like that's, that's just how simple it is. When you're cooking or putting something into the microwave, don't sit back down and wait for it. Stand up, walk around the, uh, to the kitchen, do some stretching, walk around on your calves to strengthen your calves. That will burn some extra calories. Just try and move more. That's really it. Like, just try and set a daily a target of if say if you're getting maybe two thousand steps in a day, try set a daily target of five thousand, and then bring it up to six thousand, and then bring it up to seven thousand, and so on till you get to ten thousand. And just make it a non-negotiable that you're going to get them steps in and you're going to hit that target. And I guarantee you, you'll feel so much better. Not only will you burn calories, you'll be happier, you'll be outside if you're going for a walk. And there's no excuse really at the moment with the the weather that's that's coming now. It seems to be getting a lot better. And uh, it was it's been lovely the last few days. So... Just try and get out, get your steps in, get your movement going, stretch a bit more, stand up, walk around. Like, it's really, really as simple as that. Um, so, number five, and the last one, is to get a coach. This is one that I wished... I had it done sooner when I was training because I would have been taught a sustainable way of doing it. I wouldn't have a bad relationship with food. I wouldn't dread going training. I love it now, but I also did dread it from pushing myself too hard, not doing it in a longer process, a slower process, a more enjoyable process. I now have a coach that trains me and keeps me accountable in exercise and I have a coach and I have mentors for business. I really, really wish I had done all of this when I was in my early 20s. What do we do when the engine light comes on in our car? We go to a mechanic. What do we do when 
we get a leak in our house. We go to a plumber. What do we do when we go for a mortgage? We go to a financial advisor. And what do we do if we want to lose fat, if we want to build muscle? You go to a personal trainer. Now, this isn't an upsell to buy my program. You can buy off anyone. Just shorten your learning curve. My point is, let a professional do their job so you don't waste time and energy on how to do it yourself. Speed up the process. There are very few people in the world that can just pick up an article and implement it, everything that they read into their life. If you do a program by yourself, it's like going on a tour of the Coliseum without a tour guide. You need the tour guide for the full experience. They will bring you to all the stops, all the little nuances, show you every little detail, bring you the most efficient way and give you the best experience possible. This is where coaching comes into it. It's the tour guide versus going on your own. People can do the tour guide on their own, but they'll miss out a lot of information. In fact, a lot of critical information. They might miss detours that they might not have known about. Had they had the tour guide, they might uh, they would have had a greater experience. So get a coach and shorten your learning curve. This goes especially for fellas out there. Girls have no problem getting personal trainers because they have no problem with being questioned or being told what to do. Fellas, on the other hand, are very, very egoistic. They have the approach that I had the approach. Oh, I don't need a personal trainer. I'll figure it out myself. And what did I do? I ended up restricting myself so much, not learning a um. A sustainable way about it and, and doing it in a better more enjoyable way and I, I remember texting like DMing people on like famous fitness uh, professionals on um on Instagram and and people that I look up to and I remember one of them I sent it to a few of them because I used to message them and they messaged me back and I messaged a few of them the same message I was like I must have been about 20 or whatever. And I was like, uh, hey, what's up, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm finding it hard to... I, I, I end up getting in, uh, in reasonably good shape and going away or going to an event or something like that. And I end up not sticking to it long term. I just can't do it, blah, 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 blah. And I never once got a reply because... They obviously knew that in a way you kind of have to figure that out for yourself. But obviously they were really, really busy as well. So honestly, get a coach and help them make it more enjoyable for you. And you will 100% benefit and you'll be so much more happier. So that's it, folks. Um, if you want to know more about my online training Hit me up in the DMs on Instagram at David Ryan Fitness or David Ryan on Facebook or David Ryan Fitness on LinkedIn. 
I'll catch you all next week and see you next Friday.